Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to best episode 33 in the book of Hebrews. That is season 22. Hey, today's title is Forsaking Fellowship. We've been through kind of like nine chapters in Hebrews where God has been saving us out of sin. And he's made the argument, hey, Jesus is a better sacrifice. He's superior to the angels. He's superior to Moses and anything else you can think of. Why all the bother? bother? Well, so that we could be in relationship with him. So God saves us out of sin and into relationship with him. And today we're going to find out that that's not the whole story. There's a little bit of, hey, the rest of the story to hear, which is to draw near to him and then draw near to his people. So Lord, give me more of you, but also, Lord, give me more of your people. So we're going to start by his call to himself. This is from... Um, yesterday, I'm going to kind of lead up to, to uh, community and fellowship. This is from chapter 10, verse 19. Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is through his flesh, and since we have a great high priest over the house of God, then here's the command to draw to him. Let us draw near with the true heart and full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled sprinkled clean from an evil conscience, and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And then he's going to call us to his people, verse 24. So he calls us to himself, now he calls us to his people. Draw near to me, and then draw near to my people. Here it is, verse 24. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. So we see in in this passage that Christian perseverance is a community endeavor, and Christian encouragement is a community endeavor. And we have this invitation to approach him confidently, and then we get this call to come to his people. So, I would posit that we cannot see the fullness of God without community, without the people that he inhabits. So consider consider this. He says, hey, consider this. This is not going to happen without intentionality. It's not going to happen without some tiredness. It's not going to happen without some miles and some money and effort and real effort. So he says to stir up stir up to love. Now, this doesn't mean like stirring a pot. This is actually a sharper word than that. It means provoking and giving opposing ideas to complacent complacency. It's it's like this this podcast. Hey, you're not in, if you're not in challenging Christian community, you should be. So love is not uh, if your love is not exasperated every once in a while, you're probably not in the right place. If it's not irritated by your community, you're not in the right place. So uh, if you ever have said, hey, I was disappointed in community, uh, or they failed me, or it was hard, ding, 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 it probably means that you're that you're obeying this this passage. Because it means to you know to be stirred up and and provoked, so not only just to love but also to good works. So love people. 
I love people that go to church and uh, go to good churches, and I think they're the bravest people as they sit there week after week. Why is that? Because they are getting provoked to love. They're getting stirred to good work. They're getting irritated to action and good works. They are being provoked to be occupied with the things of God amidst the people of God. All right, I want to uh, talk about this word. Do not neglect. Neglecting. So we kind of we kind of use the word neglecting as, hey, I forgot, or I had other priorities, or there was a soccer game, or something like that. This is a much stronger word than that. It's much stronger than I forgot. It really means to forsake and to abandon the field, to flee. So what you may be thinking of, hey, you know, we're busy or we had some other commitments or we were tired, we were out late the night before, the Lord sees as forsaking his people. So do not neglect. So you are not at liberty to miss fellowship this Sunday and Wednesday or however your church organize it. I will give you permission to miss fellowship if you are in hospice. And if you are in hospice, I guarantee that the one thing you are going to want on a Sunday morning is you're going to want to be in church. So you're not the first. So think about this. In history, we've got thousands of years since this commandment. You, we have, uh, you're not the first in history to make decisions about church and priority. Everybody in history has gotten 168 hours in their, in, in their week. And they all dealt with fatigue and farming and families and children and work schedules uh, and athletic schedules uh, re- recently. Everybody... For from 2,000 years, has had to fight for their 168 hours and to defend the hours that are uh, that are, are for this godly time. And one of the other points he makes is, hey, do this quickly. You don't have much time left. The day is drawing near. The, at least you have less time that you know than you had 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 yesterday. So there's an urgency to this. All right. So in conclusion. Uh, you know, is there evidence of you drawing near to the Lord? Great. That's that's the, the main part. But then there's this sub part here is, do you have evidence of drawing near to the people of God? Are you a person that fights to defend this command? Hurry. Today's the day. You don't have as much time as you did, did, did before. And as you're reading this passage, it is very, very, very important to God. My question is, is it important to you, dear brothers and sisters? And I would ask this question a little bit rhetorically, but quite seriously. Have you ever seen a move away from fellowship turn out well for any believer? If so, send me a note. Give me an example. It says, do not forsake what God loves. Do not abandon what he has assigned. So let's consider how to stir up one another, provoke one another to love and good deeds and not neglect meeting together. Thanks for listening.